0: Welcome to Opening the Door Podcast. Join me as we unlock the door to our psychic and mediumship abilities. Today I'm bringing you another mini-sode for the month of January and I'm talking to you all about working with oracle cards. I say this a few times in this episode, but if you have any follow-up questions to what I talk about today, please feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to talk to you about whatever you need in the spirituality space so happy to do that again if you're listening to this intro and thinking Ugh, i don't want another solo episode i encourage you to scroll on back if you jumped in just this year to the podcast there is plenty from uh the, you know the previous seasons for you to explore another thing i will mention real quick before we hop in is your 2024 themes Readings are still open until the end of January, so feel free to pop on and grab a mini reading or a full Zoom reading from me if you feel called to do that. And every deck that I mention in this episode will be linked in the show notes. Enjoy the episode, and remember, don't be afraid to open your door. Today we are chatting about oracle cards and I'm going to answer hopefully all the questions that you have about working with oracle cards. You know, I am a big fan of oracle cards myself and I use oracle cards to facilitate the higher self and guide mini readings that I have on my website. So I'm very familiar with using oracle cards and I just absolutely love oracle cards. Okay, And I will not apologize for it. So I've had a lot of questions throughout the lifetime of this podcast about oracle cards and how to use them. What are they? What's the difference between them and tarot? All of those questions. So I figured it would be fun to have a dedicated sode about working with oracle cards. And I'm doing this episode a little bit differently than I usually do my solo episodes. Usually I write like a very detailed outline for these episodes. But this time I sort of just, you know, wrote out questions that I want to answer with them and like nothing underneath. So we will see how this goes. We'll see how I like it. We'll see how you like it. So the first question that I'm going to be answer is, well, going to be answer. It's going well so far. (laughs) The first question that I'm going to be answering is what is the difference between Oracle and tarot cards? Okay, so tarot cards, people are really super familiar with and same with Oracle, but tarot Um, Definitely has a longer history than Oracle Cards, first off. I've had a lot of tarot readers on the podcast, so if you are just curious in general about tarot, you can scroll through and find lots lots of good tarot episodes as well. So there's that. Tarot has a longer history than Oracle Cards do. Tarot has a set amount of cards that will come in every single deck that you buy and set cards that it comes with. So every tarot deck is the same in terms of the content. So every tarot deck comes with an empress. Every tarot deck comes with each suit, pentacle, wands, swords, and cups. And they could be called different things depending on the deck. If you have a stylized deck, I know there's a specific Philadelphia deck that, you know, has all of those things, but they're called different things that are based on Philly right so depends on the deck if it's specialized or not but that is the basic and then they come with all the major arcana cards which are you know uh, the fool the emperor the wheel all of these different things right so tarot really has a set understanding of how that deck is going to come to you oracle cards on the other hand can be Like I, not even kidding, they can be literally anything. I mean, there are so many different types of oracle decks. They can be more affirmation based. They can be more picture based. They can be based on gods and goddesses, all of these different things. And so it it really depends on what type of deck you're looking for in oracle. Some of them are really personal and some of them I think are really good for reading other people. So those are two big differences. So with an oracle deck, you're not really going to get that set understanding or knowing of what the deck is going to look like every deck depending on the designer and the writer of that deck looks completely different and has a completely different like theme that it might be going around so some are really good for reading yourself some are really good for reading others some are good for both of those things and that's just my opinion in terms of like reading other people with oracle cards but that is the the biggest difference between tarot and oracle cards so the next question I'll sort of answer or just sort of talk about for a minute is why I prefer oracle cards. I think the answer for me to this is I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, I've mentioned in other episodes that tarot was the first divination tool that I ever picked up. I still have my tarot deck sitting right next to me here. It's the cosmic tarot deck. Beautiful deck, but I it just didn't it didn't catch on for me. It didn't speak to me. I did try. I, I learned, um, I tried to learn all of the meanings. I, I read a little bit for my sisters and some other people in my life, but it really didn't stick. And I knew that very quickly. So if you have a tarot deck and you're just like, oh, why isn't this working for me? It's okay to just move on from it. Like I keep mine and I love it, but I have just, pretty easily accepted that I am not a tarot girly, and that is okay. I have plenty of other people in my life who are fantastic tarot readers who I'm happy to refer you to if you want to learn from them or or get a reading from them. So, But yeah, that's not me. I just don't use tarot. I just knew that my soul wasn't called to it, basically. And when I got my first oracle deck, which actually was not that long ago. I think it was only a year ago or was it two it was one or two years ago i can't remember now but when i got it um and my first oracle deck is the inquire within deck i can link it in the show notes and so this is a 53 card deck and it did not come with a guidebook so most tarot decks and oracle decks will come with a guidebook and this one did not and I actually loved that so much so it really just sort of allowed me or forced me also to create that link between my deck and my intuition to really read these cards so that's just a kind of an aside but I I really can't explain why I prefer oracle I just do I think it's so flowy and I think that's something that I really like like I'm somebody who a little structure is really good for me but too much structure uh, kind of makes me grumpy and I think oracle cards really give that flow and non-structured vibe that I really enjoy so you know what that's just and that's just fine and I you know something that's kind of funny that a lot of people joke about is like people who read oracle cards just like couldn't figure out how to read tarot cards and I am fine with laughing at that because I'm not taking it too personally. I don't think it's true. I think that uh, sometimes you're just called to other things and I was just called to Oracle and I really do enjoy like the fun and, and flowiness that Oracle brings because I also think that it really just helps me connect in with your guides or your higher self, like whichever the universe, you know, whichever sort of power or thing we're plugging into for a reading myself or if I'm doing a reading for somebody else that really just helps your let's just say guides right now because I do a lot of guides many readings that really just helps your guides bring through the information that they need to bring through in a really flowy way that doesn't need or doesn't have all the structure that tarot does so when I'm shuffling and a card gets flipped out from your guide and it's let's say I'm going to pick up a card from the deck I have in front of me it's the release card right so i can look at that card and i know the base meaning of it like release okay what are we re- re-releasing and i'll see that and i'll allow your guide to bring through through my clairvoyance or through my Claire audience words phrases like oh okay so this has to do with money okay it's time to stop gripping onto money so hard like that type of thing so that's what I really like about Oracle is it just gives so much flow to my own intuition and also to anybody's guides or higher self or I don't really use them in mediumship but if we're like if we're connecting it with a higher self a guide or the universe in general they just allow for a lot of flow so I really really love that So yeah, that's why I prefer Oracle cards. I want to talk about quickly if you're feeling sort of inspired or maybe you got a deck over the holidays and you're not quite sure how to start. I just wanted to start and sort of give you a a little tutorial on what do you do when you get a new deck? So the first thing that you should do when you get a new deck, whether you ordered it online or you picked it up from your favorite witchy psychic mediumship store around you is just take a look at it. Take it Take it out of the packaging. Feel free to open it up. And what you'll want to do first is cleanse your deck. So you can do this in a few different ways. You could smoke cleanse your deck if you have like a smoke cleanse that you really enjoy using. Rosemary, cedar, sage, whatever works within your practice. So you can smoke cleanse with the intention of, you know, cleansing the deck of any energy that is not... Wanted, welcome, or any energy that is hanging out, hanging on from other people picking up the deck. So, uh, you know, I cleanse this deck of any energy any excess energy that is not meant to be here just something simple like that as you smoke cleanse another option a lot of people like to do with tarot and oracle is sort of like spritz your hands with any sort of cleansing water like florida water is really popular i have like a reiki infused meditation mist that i really like to use for this type of thing so lightly spritz your hands sort of rub your hands with that water and then give your deck a little shuffle that's great for also cleansing regularly if you're reading for other people or between readings for yourself i really do think it's important to keep your deck cleansed because you might be coming last month to your deck with like a really heavy energy you're worried you're this you're that And you're pulling cards for that and then the month later you're really excited and you're wanting to know like ooh, what's in my future what can i what can i see coming that's really exciting and so you're bringing really different energies to your deck when you read and you just want to make sure that it's nice and cleansed but yes especially when you get a new one in the mail or coming home from the store making sure you cleanse you could also do some salt if you wanted like uh like lay it on top of salt or like in a bowl of salt i think that would be fine So those are a few ways of cleansing. So the next thing that you want to do after your deck is nice and cleansed is get to know your oracle deck. There are so many different ways of doing this. So the first way, if your oracle deck does come with like a book, a little booklet that tells you about all the different cards, you can read through that booklet, just flip through it, read a few different ones, understand how things are explained, understand how the imagery works. You could also do your own shuffle and pull a few cards, look at the book, and start reading. So that's one way to start getting to know before you even read for yourself or anybody else. I think it's important to just get an understanding of your deck. So looking through it, looking through the cards, reading through the book, just getting to know the imagery. If anything catches your eye specifically, What do you feel like you're seeing in that? Why is that catching your eye? Read about it in the booklet. I do think some, with some oracle decks, it is really important to read the booklet. And with some other ones, it's not as important. So I have two oracle decks that I really enjoy the booklets for. And the first one is the Sacred Medicine Oracle by Asha Frost. Really fantastic oracle deck. And I just use this one personally. Um, it's just a really personal deck, and also this deck is for everyone. Asha had did say that on the episode that she was on, but it does include a lot of indigenous narratives, a lot of indigenous imagery, and for me as a white woman, that just it I just don't like reading other people with it because it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel super authentic to me and my reading. So that's why I just use that one personally. Everybody can make their own decisions about that. But that is one that I will always read the guidebook on. And that deck really has, all of my decks, I feel like have a, a great personality of their own. But that deck really is able to bring forward exactly what I need, even if I'm not like asking a specific question of it. So I just know that that deck I really trust and I'm. it's important to me to read the guidebook to get all of Asha's wonderful medicine that she has infused in that deck. So that's an example of, a, of an oracle deck that I always use the book with. Now, obviously, the main one that I use for readings didn't come with the book, and that's totally fine. The other one that I really like to use the book for personally, but I do use this one in... Readings for other people, and I don't use the book for is the Your True Nature Oracle, and that is by the wonderful Heather Waxman, who has also been on the podcast. She did our breathwork episode, and she'll be coming up in February or March again with another episode that you're going to love. But she has a really fantastic oracle deck that does come with a guidebook, and sometimes I use the guidebook, and sometimes I don't. So, especially when I'm reading for other people, I like to allow them to do the interpretation on that themselves with their own intuition so that's really fun as well so that's just sort of some ways to get to know your decks you can use the guidebook you cannot flip through them just shuffle just shuffle them shuffle your cards get comfortable with the size because with oracle decks a lot and same with tarot but a lot of the time with oracle decks the sizes can be kind of all different so Get used to shuffling, see what pops out, get used to the imagery, just get to know it. And I actually do think that something that really helped me get to know my deck that I read people with is just doing one card pulls for people. You don't need to do like a whole reading, but if you're shuffling and you just want to do like a one card pull for somebody, get their permission, pull the card, shuffle, shuffle, pull, and read the guidebook or not. But I think doing one card polls for yourself and other people can be a really helpful way to get to know your deck. And if you don't want to read for other people, that is completely fine. Oracle cards do not have to be a, a form of divination where you're just reading for other people. I actually find that Oracle can be a like a great way to just read for yourself in a really simple way where you're not having to only use your intuition and psychic abilities to tap in. And it just gives you... A good way to sort of look at what's in front of you instead of going completely within and connecting with uh, yourself. Just a great way to get outside of your body on, on intuitive stuff. So that's what to do when you get a new deck, how to get to know it, how to cleanse it. And then it's sort of the question of like, where do I start? And I think I sort of just covered this with like doing one card pulls for yourself, doing one card pulls for people who you have permission from. And that is sort of where to start. You just kind of have to start reading. And as I said, like, there shouldn't be any pressure to read for other people. If somebody asks you to or you feel inspired to, that is great. I would just give a few reminders. You know, Oracle cards are a form of divination. And my, my Oracle decks all feel really smart. I don't even know what other way to describe them. They all have different vibes. I find that my Inquire Within Oracle deck is like sassy and really tells it to you straight. The Sacred Medicine Oracle is like beautiful and gentle and has all that medicine infused, you know, so they really have different personalities. and, And this is a reminder that yes, this is a form of divination. So you should be grounding yourself before you do Oracle polls. You should be doing a little bit of protection, a little bit of a meditation and setting your intention for who you're like, who this deck and yourself are connecting with, you know? So I always set the intention of either connecting with my guides, connecting with my higher self, connecting with the universe for my highest and best good, you know? So just making sure that you're setting the intention. It doesn't have to be like this long 30-minute process of intention setting, but as you're shuffling, setting the intention that, you know, nothing wonky is going to come through and of who you're really connecting with to speak to you through these cards. So it's kind of like the cards have an attitude for themselves. And I also like to connect in with a, uh, you know, a source from where the cards are pulling from, if that makes sense. So just a, just a reminder for you. It's, it feels like a very safe form of divination, but I always find that it's, that's important to, uh, keep our intentions really nice and strong when we're divining information. The next question that I sort of want to answer is like, can I use an Oracle deck wrong? And my answer to this is no. You can do single card polls. My Inquire Within Oracle deck really likes to speak in three cards. I don't know what other way to explain it. They just tell really good stories. Um, Some decks will come with a few different spreads that you can do, or you can just do your own spreads, see what pops out for you. So I really don't think there's a way to use Oracle wrong. Yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want. I love it. If you're really interested in using Oracle for reading for other people, I would say getting people's permission first before you pull cards for them is really important. And I think starting with just a really basic question instead of them being like, will I get married this year? I think that type of stuff is like hard to answer through Oracle. I think Oracle is really good for just giving you information like what do I need to know right now? That's like one of my favorite questions. It's, it's the question that I base my mini readings off of. So if you get a mini reading from me for your, from your higher self or from your guides or any guide that wants to step through for you, the prompting question is what do I need to know right now? What wisdom do you have to share with me? And that can be the question that you use to really sort of get to know your deck and Really start reading for other people. I think it's good to sort of keep these things open-ended, especially as you let your intuition roll through, because it lets any messages that need to flow, just flow. And then when you get a little bit more advanced, you can get into sort of like people asking specific questions. But I do think it's fun and freeing to just start with sort of those open-ended questions that, uh, you know, just help you get a flow and a feel for your cards. And if you want to start reading for yourself, I think, I think the rest of this episode has kind of answered that question, but I'll sort of just give that summary again. You want to get to know your cards, you know, cleanse and get to know your cards in whatever way feels right for you. It could be reading the guidebook. It could be shuffling and flipping through, seeing what, what stands out to you, and then setting up your space. I think it's really nice to light a candle you know, light some incense or like whatever scent that you like, like get your space to be a really nice sort of ritual. It doesn't have to be like this whole dark room filled with candles or something, but it can just be lighting a candle, setting down a a cloth that you want to want your cards to sit on and a short meditation, five minutes or something less if you want, if you're feeling impatient setting that intention, and then pulling the cards, shuffling them, seeing what pops out, seeing if while you shuffle, this happens to me a lot, when, when you shuffle, you'll sort of just like lock onto a card and see it and know to pull it. Most of the time I find that guides and higher selves just pop out cards for me, but If I just like feel locked onto a card with my eyes, I'll pull that one. There's really no rules. So just like allow yourself to flow with it. That's what I love about Oracle. And then when you're done the reading, always good for yourself or for anybody else. Always good to sort of have that closing moment. So just get disconnecting from whatever you've connected with with that intention of being like, I am not connected to this anymore. Um, I'm not receiving anymore, anything like that. Blowing out your candle, thanking your deck, and giving it a little cleanse. The most simple cleanse, if you have a selenite stick or like a selenite wand, one of my favorite things to do is just keep the selenite on top of my deck. I just think it keeps it sort of nice and charged and cleansed, and that is a really simple way to just keep your deck's nice and clean and cleanse. Another thing that I've started really enjoying doing is knocking on my deck three times. So I'll just take my deck, knock on it three times. And um, I feel like that just sort of helps shake out the energy, especially between mini readings. If I, have, um, if I have, if I'm doing a few mini readings in a row, I'll always sort of, you know, cleanse my hands and cleanse the deck with a few knocks as well. I'm going to give a few deck recs. Just the ones that I love for myself specifically, and I will link all of these in the show notes as well if you're interested in in grabbing any of these decks. I hope this answered all of your questions. If you do have more questions about working with oracle cards, please feel free to reach out to me and I uh, will answer those as best I can. But so for deck wrecks, obviously I mentioned the Inquire Within Oracle deck. This is this was my first Oracle deck. It's always going to be my favorite, or it's always going to have a special place in my heart, I would say, because it, it was my first one. And I love this one because it has a lot of words on it. It's it's mostly word-based, I would say. It has beautiful illustrations, black and white, really simple lines, and really gorgeous. Um, so I will link this one in the show mo- show notes, as I said, my first one. So it has a very special place in my heart. And I love that it doesn't have a guidebook because it just really allows your intuition to flow. The next one, obviously, I will recommend is the Sacred Medicine Oracle by Asha Frost. It is so wonderful. If you're looking for just a really nurturing, beautifully illustrated personal oracle deck, I would really suggest this one. It's so, so good. And then the Your True Nature Oracle by Heather Waxman. She was also on the podcast with Breathwork is a really fantastic one it's it has different cards it has like summer winter autumn spring cards I use them all all in the same but they're all according to they have amazingly gorgeous illustrations and they all have different sort of affirmations on them. And this one does come with a guidebook as well. Heather has so many great words for each of these cards. Um, Like the one I just pulled has a beautiful snail on it and says, I embrace my pace. So, so good. So that comes with a guidebook. And also, obviously, since Heather is a breathwork facilitator, it also comes with in the guidebook uh, QR codes with not every card, but a lot of the cards has like a breathwork ceremony that you can go for go through as well with those cards so that is really fun and then my most recent oracle deck so I have a total of one two three four decks now is the pure magic oracle by Andres Ingracia this one I got as a gift and it I'm still getting to know it I'm in the getting to know a new oracle deck process which is really exciting for me and has not happened in a while it has really beautiful um, illustrations I don't even know how to describe them but I just love the way they look um sort of like watercolory, and it has like just all these sort of different magical people places and things honestly like just a really magical deck in in general so this is a really fun one that I'm I'm uh in the process of getting to know myself so I am uh, always in this process when I have a new oracle deck and I'm following all of the same sort of tips that I gave. I haven't actually read anybody with this deck. I've only read myself personally with this deck so far, but maybe I'll do some little like surprise oracle readings on Instagram with these or something because it is a really gorgeous deck that I'd love to show you guys. So, So yeah, those are my deck recs. These are my tips for oracle. I... I hope that you got what you needed from this episode, and if you have any further questions about working with Oracle, I am always uh, here to answer your questions over email, on Instagram, anywhere you want to ask, so thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. Okay, here I am again. I I know you just heard me say thanks for listening, and I'll, I'll, uh, you know, talk to you next week, but as I was editing this episode, so I just finished editing, and I'm picking up my mic again because as i was editing and i was talking as listening to myself talk about connecting like using the cards to connect with guides higher self the universe that type of thing i kind of heard the question just coming forward it's like okay well can i just pull the cards to pull the cards like can i just ask the cards themselves and i think that's kind of a a common saying in the tarot oracle cardomancy community that's like oh ask the cards right and i did talk about like i do think each of these decks has a specific personality. It's sort of imbued with its own energy of its own. So I would say, yes, you can sort of ask the cards. And I do think when you ask the cards, it's really connected to you and your intuition when you're doing that. So yes, you can ask the deck without, without specifically plugging into your guides, your higher self, the universe. And it's kind of just like, what do the cards really want you to know right now? And I do recommend, though, still setting your intention, still grounding and protecting when you're asking the cards themselves. So I guess there's two sort of forms there. You can ask the cards themselves or you can ask your guides to use the cards, if that makes sense. So I hope that answers. If you did have that question, I hope you kept listening and, and that you're hearing them this now. I just do tend to plug in with something. Like I I tend to plug in with if I'm if I'm not wanting or feeling like connecting with my higher self or my guides or anything like that. I'm usually sort of asking the universe, but I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the cards if you have a great relationship with your deck and if you're grounded and protected. So just a little add on there. Okay, All right. Now I really will. See you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you love the podcast and listen on Apple, please be sure to rate and leave a review. If you want more from Opening the Door, follow along on Instagram at Podcast. Have a question about psychic work or psychic development? Email openingthedoorpodcast at gmail.com, and you might have your question included in one of our future Q&A episodes.